So, uh, welcome to Millenniax. My name is Nathaniel Jackson, and here, right beside me, we have our co-host. I'm Lena Jackson. And, uh, Millenniax, this is literally a show about different perspectives. So, we just want to get these different perspectives into your... Forgive me. (laughs) Uh... We, we want to get these perspectives in your minds as well. We want to see how things connect through different eyes. And so this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to them where Millenniax came from? This was uh, her idea, actually. Now, I know you were talking about uh, the thing with Jada Smith and round table round table mm-hmm. yeah that that's what they were doing kinda. and that's kind of like that mm-hmm. where they have you know all three perspectives yeah cuz um the biggest thing is the perspectives are going to be usually shaped by your generation it kind of forms how you kind of come to a conclusion about something the way you live so i am a proud Generation Xer. <laughs> I'm probably the only one that's a proud Generation Xer because Generation X just we had a lot of. At least you're not a boomer. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> so I'm a proud Generation Xer, but it does put me in a little bit of a conundrum sometimes because the boomers right before me think and differently than me, and then of course you guys are millennials. The and, Zoomers. Oh my goodness, and the Zoomers that are now in play like in full play but i found out the other day at my job we actually have five generation in the working field today so you have those before the boomers the boomers us who are the millennial the um xers the millennials and now the z's the zebras coming through this so it's kind of like a conversation at the table could lead you anywhere kind of like this one probably will. so this one i actually wanted to talk about this this goes with the uh, first topic of the day um i think that we have a new generation you know name for uh the times that we're living in right now of course we know about the coronavirus is spreading like wildfire mm-hmm. oh jesus but uh <laughs> it's amazing to me uh what happens nine months from now, y'all? From oh, what, what are they going to be called? They're going to be called the Coronials. <laughs> the That's Coronials. True. We know we're going to have a whole different uh, landscape. A lot of babies <laughs> because everybody's in the house, stuck in the house. And what do you do when you're stuck in the house? And He's stuck in the house. <laughs> it's like, it's just, that's a dangerous situation. That's a few, that's a few kids right there. Yep. Um, but what do you think 
from your perspective is how we got to corona coronavirus. How do we get to COVID nineteen? Um, now, uh, from what I know, it, it was eating bats, but I can't really speak on on China right now. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But I thought, like, I thought we were talking about it, and you were saying something about it's a it's a traditional delicacy. It, yes, it it is supposed to be a traditional delicacy in their country. Now, uh, with that being said, they've been doing that for centuries. But why are we just getting sick? Right now, right? That's exactly <laughs> yeah. It's kind of random. And it's like, if y'all been doing this for centuries, who messed up here? Who, what? Where's the... And, and why Why is it here now? Why is it... Why do we got it now? Yeah. It's like... Do we... Do, do you think, like... Do you think that we are a sicker people? Meaning that our immune systems are not as strong as they were before? Or do you think that we are doing... Or we think we have sicker animals, like the food that we eat is sicker food. I honestly think the food is getting sicker, and that's because your generation is becoming vegans. <laughs> they don't, don't want to eat like, meat anyway. Like, They're like, I'm not eating I that. I like meat. I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to y'all. I'm, I, I appreciate um, my okay. fried chicken and um, <laughs> you know my barbecue, but I mean. Besides that, it's like, I have a friend, you, you remember Buck, right? Yeah. He has this saying, and it makes so much sense. Don't mess with my food. The food that they eat is like, not food. <laughs> yeah, I mean like, because I don't weird. see that as a food. I wouldn't... I don't know if I would be able to get down with that. And if you told me we're going to have bat for dinner, I don't I don't care. Am I like, you know how you said if you win in Rome, do as the Romans? I'm, I'm not, not eating, eating that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating bat. I'm no. not. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't eat see. sushi. Did you eat sushi? Sushi? I'm not big on sushi. Uh, not too big on sushi. There are a couple ones like the dynamite roll that might have like some cooked meats in it, but I think it spoils the fact that it's sushi, so I don't eat it. <laughs> yeah, and so like it's amazing to me that COVID nineteen, uh, koala bears nineteen, is such a thing right now, and and they have all the schools closed. You know my work is closed. I don't see how y'all. Y'all well, still, I work in healthcare, so healthcare is going to always be open. Even though they open to everybody right I mean, now. It, it's not. <laughs> Touche. I understand that, you know, healthcare is not universal. I get that. I get that. But the fact that it is healthcare, it has to be open for those that it's open for 24 7, 365, 366 this year since it's a leap year. So, yeah, it's got to be open. Understandable. But that puts us at risk because we're going to come through. They're going to come through us or some nurse. Thank God I'm not at the direct direct bedside. But, you know, you got to get props for the housekeepers, the registration people, everybody in the building. I know that most people don't pay attention to those people, but we couldn't run a facility without 
everybody. There's no small man on the job in the hospital. Everybody's necessary. Right down mm-hmm. to cleaning the walls, because if they didn't clean it, it'd be a case of that movie, Contagion. Somebody comes through the door yeah, and open it, and like, now you spread it all over. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they ha- they have a lot of stuff closed. Now, um, one of my biggest disappointments when it comes to the coronavirus being such a, a horrible thing is that it stopped sports. And there are a lot of fans out there that are kind of like crying right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball was canceled for a little bit. We don't. It's supposed to be March Madness. We're supposed to be watching the games right now. Yeah. NCAA's. Uh, David Carr. Yeah. He was supposed to be wrestling for the yeah. NCAA's. He he had just won. You know the Big Twelves and everything. I know he's hurting right now. Yeah, and I I heard for him, and I agree with you. Like if you put in that work, because that's one thing I will say about David and most wrestlers and most athletes on that level they put in work all yeah. year round to be at that the top of the podium you remember we used to call it podium progression takes practice and perseverance you know what I'm saying it takes a lot take mental power and I, I can appreciate that but at the same time um, safety then, becomes a real issue I, I'm not a big fan of politicians and I don't always like the way they do things but the Ohio governor being the lead on how we're going to prevent the spread as far as the country's concerned I'm pretty impressed with the way he's no holes barred and no because he didn't say just basketball or just wrestling they shut down Everything. soccer and that's like big you know the shoe yeah, up is that, that I know I know people across the world are hurting over the soccer There's, it's 2020 and, it's but like, you know what yeah, let me ask you a question from from your perspective do you think it's because he is legitimately being proactive and being safe from spread of virus or do you think it's because of the financial impact that that's going to have on a lot of institutions colleges just to oh, say the, everybody's just right there hit. your recruiting Thank year God. is going to be financially oh unpaid for done with school <laughs> oh my god I mean, it's and, it, and I know what you're saying but it's like that exponential crisis is gonna hit like a brick it's coming like it's, it, gonna, it's gonna hit like crazy and, and the ripple people, effect is gonna pe- be bad the young people are gonna mm. know I'm still kind of shocked and awed at the reaction I'm still I'm still kind of trying to catch myself mm-hmm. And, and, and like telling myself this is a serious thing but it's like I feel like it's something you know beyond that point and, I and think now that I see that you know people are starting to find out you know a, you know around not around the way uh, around the virus and, and starting to figure out you know the the cure for it mm-hmm. as we go it's kind of like what uh, what's gonna happen once all of this is over? Yeah, because yeah. I think too. I mean, we have this difference of opinion sometimes. Like, and I think it's really true. This is one true generational difference. It's the sense of urgency. Like, we have this right now. Let's 
Let's get it together. And I think we got that a little bit from the boomers. And our governor is certainly a boomer. He's like, we're going to fix this right now. The sense of urgency is like on a level 12. Yeah, and you guys have this kind of yeah. like, let's wait and see what's happening. And we're going to fix the fallout. And I mean, not that it's not important to you all. It's just like, we're going to catch what we can catch right now. And then we'll figure it out as it rolls out. I think that with the virus it can make you sicker and we can lose a lot of people while we're trying to figure it out but on the flip side I recognize that I think everybody sees that the financial impact is going to be far beyond anything we can even imagine so mm. you guys are going to have to fall out and it's funny it's funny and not funny because y'all already trying to catch ourselves from these student loans it may be a blessing if they start doing taxes and cuts and stuff and governmental shifts because you're already paying for student loans and stuff like that. And oh, that's yeah, already. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so oh. you get hit with this, and now you have a, a oh. potential economic depression that you have to recover from. That's like a double whammy. It's a recession. It's a recession. Everybody <laughs> broke. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, like, which it's going to lead us to the next point mm -hmm. who's voting is anybody even allowed to vote with this right now not Dayton Ohio rather I shouldn't say Dayton but Ohio does delay their preliminary and they won't be voting until June the 2nd oh, which geez. is a little scary yeah, because the more you close. delay the, the reduce the numbers coming to the polls yeah that's the biggest fear but they did give us a lot of options of voting online early voting I think all those people who were prepared to go vote today probably didn't get right. a chance to, to go on foot I hope they make the choice now to within the next week or two get oh, online yeah. and go ahead online. and get, get it done yeah. um, and, and Corona uh, chooses the president <laughs> oh god <laughs> bless America <laughs> but um I'm asking this because it's like with that being, you know, such a such a issue right now. I love COVID-19. Uh, but recently, and I think this was like past couple months, mm -hmm. couple months ago, uh, I, yellow pain. I was yeah. I'd uh, seen that yellow pain was popping everywhere, you know. Actually, he's been. It's been a month or so since he released that. You're talking about the political video. Yeah. Yeah, it's been about a month and a month and a half, but he has been hitting he's been all hitting, kind of newsstands and stuff. Hitting. Yeah. He's but he was talking CNN truth in and there. everything else. It's like that, and and I liked that he had a message. Mm -hmm. It was old was school rap, to. by the way. I have to say, it was definitely Generation X type rapping. Cause you were saying something, saying something, not just right. rapping or rhyming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was lyrical. It was, and it was a stuff. message in there, and we learned something. We walked away. Like I haven't, I haven't had that in a minute. I haven't yeah. had that in a minute. It felt good, I and think, because so people like, could hear the words, understand the words, and repeat the words, and you didn't have to worry about and cussing like, and all that. Stuff. It's like he's really drilling y'all with this drill, this drill. Like yeah. Nobody, nobody's using drill like that. Not a lot of people are like making mm -hmm. music like that. And the fact that you can expand somebody's awareness on on you know who we should vote for, who who 
who votes who we should vote for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's kind of cool. Like, that was clean. I like it too. I mean, he didn't say, oh, you vote for this person or vote for that person, but how the voting system or how the like, voting processes work, when you need to be out there, that makes a, a major difference. But I mean, again, I'm a, I'm, I'm an extra to my heart. I ain't heard nothing about politics that clean and so cool since Schoolhouse Rock. And I believe oh, yeah, even yeah. my generation childhood. and the generation oh, before me God. and even you guys, some of you guys, you will never forget oh, what you Schoolhouse learned Rock. about a bill from it's Schoolhouse Rock. And I'm not going to forget Live all the time. <laughs> what Yellow Page told us about in this rap so I think it's kind of like that message that's gonna live on way past his legacy yeah he, he, he he's done something great yeah. I like that he a homeboy too and he proud of being from home not everything's good at yeah. home but you love where you come from and wherever D-Y-T you go bread. everything's gonna be alright yeah DYT bread yeah, that's yeah. one of us that's one of us yes <laughs> yes pretty proud oh man alright um we gonna take a quick second take a quick break Make believe 
but I understand what they mean to me. Natural negative energy spinning out theorized facts of society. The future they gonna be loving me. Even the haters will gaze on me for all of the things that I'm saying, G. They do not think that I'm crazy and they keep on playing the games. Please don't play with me. Looking to fill a big vacancy that's been in my heart to get out of the fields that I ain't even know that was placed in me. next subject which is uh music lately and um i don't know what you've been listening to lately yes you do okay was it not it's not could be that's a fighter (laughs) it's a what is it what is her name yaba yaba Mm -hmm. her name is abby but she turned it backwards to yaba a yebe yebe Y E B B A Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you showed me the song by Yeah, the mm-hmm. other day, and it was on Dude's uh, reaction channel. Yeah. Um. She's she has so much range. Um, <laughs> it's scary. It's scary. It's it's it's. But the first time I. Saw her, I saw on the reaction, but when I went to re- look at her, she's very, very, very much a Gen X song lover. I don't know if she's a Gen Xer or a millennial. No, she, she is looks so a little child. Bit, she, she is so she, child. But when she sings, like one of the songs that I've seen her do was SWV, I Get So Weak in the Knees, like old school. That was my I, when I was looking at when I hear that song, I lean back in my car a little mm. bit and I rock, and I sing off key like a concert in the car with nobody there. I know everybody's part, you know. The first time I heard her sing that, I was like, "This right here, I can listen to all day." Mm. Outside of gospel music, that's what I'm listening to right now. That's what I'm listening to. What you listening to right now? Um, for me. Uh, oh, the eclectic music junkie. Oh, jeez. Uh, 
So, uh, I've been all over the place. Uh, Uzi, Lucifer, he just dropped uh, not only uh, his album, but his deluxe the, the week after that. Hmm. And the project is amazing. Okay. Yeah, Lucy Vert versus uh, the world, too. That's a. I'm not gonna lie. Favorite song off of the deluxe was Yes Sirski, mm-hmm. and that's only because Twenty One Savage killed that part. It was <laughs> amazing to me. So let me ask you a question before you go on and tell me, because I know you probably got like an arms list full of people that you're listening to because you're such you're into music so much but I remember when we were listening to music more when I was younger it would take an artist a year or two to put out an album if not five like I remember when we waited between one of Michael Jackson's albums forever like when are you gonna drop something mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and we had a lot of like one hit wonders or maybe a couple of hit wonders and then they would disappear and sometimes they would come back and sometimes they won't, like The Barge mm. or something like that. But right now it seems like artists put out music overnight. Like Beyonce got up one day and just dropped the album and everybody in the world was like, what? I think that's a change with the times. Once again, this is why we have this show. As time has progressed, more artists are dropping more frequently, unless they are goaded, considered goaded. What does that um, mean? If they are amongst the top echelon of uh, artists. Okay. So. Well, Beyonce, I don't know if she dropped it fast or she just dropped it I think she just unannounced. Dropped that thing. You know? She just dropped that thing and said, here you go. Mm-hmm. And she killed the game now I will say like I used to trip out about how artists would be broke like how do you how do you be an artist and be broke you even see you know music documentaries from back in the day artists was broke or um, what is it um, oh, what was that name of a girl group anyway they were broke they had all these magnificent songs out but they were broke and it was because when you look at the breakdown of who or who they owe money to, they owe for studio time, they owe for designers, they owe for this, they owe for the record label, they owe for this. Do you think that since right now there's so much freedom to just drop on a Spotify or drop on, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it better music or just faster music? Unfortunately, it's faster music. I have been... I, I see it as faster music. It, people get it out, but at the same time, it's still it's not as common as it used to be. But we still have to wait on artists mm-hmm. to drop their stuff and everything else, and so um, it might not be as long of a wait as it used to be. But it's still pretty common, and I think that's just with the times. Like people get impatient. People want certain their their favorite artists to drop their stuff. Like mm-hmm. Earl Sweatshirt is my favorite lyricist, okay. and he dropped Feet of Clay last year. But 
those were some those songs sound like they belong to uh, his previous album some rap songs like they didn't make it on there and so he just made it an uh, individual EP oh, okay. he has is he with a label? He, he is I believe I don't know who he's with uh, I think he's still under Clancy hmm. um, he he has so much unreleased stuff that I listen to on YouTube and it's just like what on earth like we've been is that better than what's version. released or is because sometimes the hidden gems are old things written in the basements where nobody really paid attention and then like listening to like you purchase an album or whatever you want to download I don't know what y'all do back in the day we purchased albums then we purchased no we purchased albums then tapes then CDs and then we did the um the A-tracks the, not the A-tracks was a little bit before me Aww. but um <laughs> then we did the thumb drives where you can just kind of download your music oh, or whatever yeah. I used to do that I remember the print the prints yeah the prints album I had on a on that CD on the CD but you know how you buy a CD because you like know that there's one or two songs that you know is good but, but the then you rest listen is to the whole doo-doo. yeah or once in a while you find a gem that you really wasn't expecting. Like, you're listening to the album and you decide I'm gonna let the whole thing just run through and then you find this this gem like buried in the bottom mm-hmm. behind the stacks where they just put everything in their heart on a, on a piece of vinyl and it's like forever and stone dead. I like that to me, I miss in having a collection altogether. I see what you mean, and it's it's amazing to me how like stuff like that can actually like give you that feeling of a uh, exponential happiness. Right, and you think you're the only one that has happiness. it. <laughs> uh, it's amazing to me. Yeah. Uh, who else have I been listening to? Somebody that I found out about recently the other day his name is Lil Darky comes out of California D-A-R-K-I D-A-R-K-I-E oh okay literally Lil Darky <laughs> sounds amazing he's not even black it's funny <laughs> part, which I love he just said it yeah uh, he, he's he's a rapper and and you know, he he makes the, more of the aggressive. Um, what is it considered now? Like, it's not emo rap. He's not emo. It's he's, not a whisper rapper, is it? No. Okay. He's a a mumble rapper, whisper rapper. No, he's like Josiah X and X and them. It's like that new wave of. Uh, is it new Screamo way, rappers, or is it just? It's just a metal. It's like metal trap. That's what I want to say. He's a metal trap. trap. That sounds to me like they threw everything that they had at it. That's what I want wanted to do, but <laughs> I don't have the the screaming. I like when R and B was R and B, and rap was rap. And then every once in a while, you'll have an R.B. song with a short interlude, a LL Cool J in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
that to me is when you know the rap makes sense because it but rap should be rap r&b should be r&b and you know if you're gonna sing jazz go to jazz if you're gonna be neo soul be neo soul but when you start mixing up stuff i i, I kind of i don't know I, I don't know what is I that like artist that, that I says like that stuff, he says uh, something about you know the rap game changed when we started worrying more about the beats than the lyrics and I kind of agree with them that that's real that's it's you can bob so your head much. to just about anything but what's being said or do you even understand and I think we used to tease old people we used to say they don't like rap because they can't they hear can't it. hear them. <laughs> they can't hear the lyrics well, I can't I hear think the I bars there's bars there because I'm like what stuff. the heck is he saying and, <laughs> And when people when people speed rapping like they Eminem Slim Shady. Mm-hmm. But I remember when um we were starting to first listen to speed rap. I can't even think of the artist's name. It's not Tech Nine. He was like he was like you talk about Twister. Twister. When Twister first, but you know what? When Twister rapped, everybody could hear him, even though he was fast, and try to keep up with him. Like that was like the thing to try to keep up with it. Now you don't hear what they saying. I'm sorry. Because they all sound robotic. <laughs> Possibly. Everybody got roboticized like it was a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I will say before I do move on, you mentioned R&B earlier. I feel as though it's disappeared off the face of the planet for some reason. And I really miss it. And I don't know why. I think it fell off the face of the earth in the States. Like when you see artists <clears throat> coming in from England or coming from across the pond, they're still singing some of the old R&B soul. They're still singing, no, 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 no way. There's no way I'm living without you. Like they're belting that. Yeah, like they but, just heard it for the first. Or yeah, like, but, yeah, but like they just singing it like it's fresh out the like box. They, they don't release it. We We... We kind of released it and, and let all these other genres come into place, but hopefully it won't die. It won't die. Uh, I think. Uh, Do you know any R&B artists that you kind of like now? Any who? Hmm. I I don't believe any at all. Actually, I like I like LMA. You said who? LMA. <laughs> LMA. Who's that? LMA. LMA. Yeah. I'll teach you about it later. <laughs> she sings the song Naked. Uh. She has a whole album. She has a whole vibe. It's very, she's very young. Very young. I don't even know how she can sing the songs that she sings. But she sings that one song and I like the vibe on it. And it says something about, um, seeing her naked but not thinking of her like from a physicality but from from the inside out that's love her in flaws and alls yeah that's kinda I have to look into that I have to look into her yeah I like to look at her but um, <laughs> I want to know I want you to look at her <laughs> oh that one left alright okay. um now the next the next subject that I wanted to speak on uh, word of the day. Ooh. Now I was writing earlier. I had had um, my notes out earlier today, and something I've never used 
in anything, but like just decided to use and and that piece was a belligerent. Belligerent? Yes. The word of the day is belligerent. Now if, I used to live there. <laughs> oh man. Isn't it beautiful? I used to live in a state of belligerence. Now, belligerent, the definition of belligerent is hostile and aggressive. Yes. Now, I don't know where that came from or <laughs> why that came to mind, but that just happens to be the word of the day. Can you use it in a sentence? I'm just teasing. <laughs> That was belligerent <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I like the word belligerent. I actually was, I mean, the one thing about that definition I don't really hear is that there's a possibility that, I, I guess if you look at it a negative way, it's being aggressive and forceful without reason. But I don't think people walk around belligerent because it's Tuesday. Usually they've been... Mm prompted to it's a responsive act and I think a lot of times we see people not necessarily the first action the second action is what draws our attention when people are behaving quite belligerent and ready to go off which is why I said I used to live there because I didn't have that patience to wait to see if it was going to resolve the minute <laughs> minute of pain yeah. <laughs> I got a little belligerent so thank God for wisdom and growth mm-hmm. we're gonna move on yeah my word for the day your word for the day soliloquy oh man childhood childhood <laughs> oh god um that it's funny be. because I looked at the word a couple of days ago and what I always thought it meant is not exactly what it meant what I always thought it meant is that you say whatever comes to your mind um, but what it actually means is that it's a person that actually speaks to themselves about what's coming to their mind. Like I'm, I'm having internal dialogue, but you might be able to hear me. I can be sitting next to you talking to myself, or you're not paying me attention, or I'm not paying you any attention. Like, it's that monologue that we internally. really. It's pretty it's, much what I do on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, it's internal dialogue that becomes external without you really knowing it like you're yeah. like, they're like who are you talking to you're like never mind I got it <laughs> yeah so it's pretty interesting though because I think I have a little bit of soliloquist in me and I believe that I work with a lot of soliloquist and I think that soliloquist are usually high functioning people I think they are really high functioning people because they are They've already began the process of working on the solution before the problem is already completely laid out. Um, their their minds don't stop. They're they're Einsteinish in that Einstein could understand his own self, but he couldn't explain his theories to anyone else. So he talked to himself. Very ventriloquist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Very uh. Very. Very uh. Hand puppet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. So, but I really appreciate it. This has been a really com- good conversation. It's always good to hear your perspective. That was my old rap name. <laughs> Nobody knew back then. I still don't know now. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, on to the 
last one for y'all for today. Is TV dead? The rise of streaming services. The Netflix and chills. The Disney Plus and cuddle ups. The the Hulus and no 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 don't say it. <laughs> no, I don't even want to know what that was gonna be. <laughs> oh man, um, but with all these streaming, I've already named three off mm-hmm. the rip. Now, beyond that point, there's <laughs> so many. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. but. Does this mean the fall of regular TV? Well. And if so. Personally. Is it soon? I think that the television has been chronically ill and dying for some time. Like when they made it so you couldn't watch regular TV without having some level of cable servicing. Without one of those big antennas that looked like it was going to put somebody's eye out. Ah, one of them. When they did that, they kind of slowly put television on a slow path. Then all of those things like the internet services and the um, cable services and the dish services had this slow progressive climb. And then... The millennials said, we're not paying that much for that. <laughs> and the iGens were like, that's ridiculous. I can pay $5.99 and you want to pay $79.99 mm-hmm. and $139.99. Mm-hmm. And the millennials, although they can be a little bit vain and they will pay a little bit more, they're going to still question what they're paying for. But the iGen, they're like, No. I'm paying $5.99. I can watch my news on my cell phone and I'm good. And at least I get to choose what I want to watch. And if I don't want to watch that, I don't have it. So, um, yeah, the end of what well, television started to die slowly with you millennials. Oh, Lord. She blames us. <laughs> she blames us. But I blame us, too. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> the iGens just finally put them in oh the ground. They just God, buried them. But man. you guys definitely... And I guess in our in our time, too, because, you know, I remember when we first got our cable box. Our first, that's, this is real old. <laughs> it was a, it was a real cable box. You oh, God. <laughs> Push the button. The only cable channel, the only music channel was MTV. Oh, that's disgusting. Before oh there was God. BET. Yeah, it was so. That is awesome. We just brought internet in. And so oh from that point, I guess we would have a cancer on television. And it just slowly died. And you guys didn't help it anymore. You put it on hospice. And then oh, the, come the on. last group it's, came to us and said, no, Barry, it is dead. So, yeah. In yeah. my opinion, television is dead. Yeah, um, I'm just going to list off. Now, <laughs> I, did, I started with Netflix. Netflix. Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Hulu. Yes. ESPN Plus now. That's sports. I kind of like it. I kind of like that one, personally. They have Hulu Live. Yeah. Uh, and it gets more. Uh, what the hell is a Quibi? <laughs> a Quibi? What is a Quibi? Oh, my God. Those commercials that. have been showing up everywhere. Yes. But 
they just happen to be a thing. Yeah, but you uh, can stream some of the regular broadcast channels too, like your CBS and your, your NBC. You can stream those as well, so you can still choose to watch what you wanted to watch. True. We also have Amazon, uh, Amazon yeah. Prime. Uh-huh. I kind of watched YouTube, and I didn't realize YouTube have movies. YouTube, yes. YouTube TV is a thing. Yeah. But I stay on YouTube. It's horrid. It's horrid. But it's it's a thing. And I've seen that. It's that all of these streaming services provide some sort of access to not only stuff that you want to watch, but the extra stuff that that get bundled in and now all these services are doing bundles yeah bundles and, mm-hmm. and stuff it's like that's kind of a new cable at this point it is but you have to be careful too because if you have too many streaming services or things that aren't bundled together you can pretty much be paying the same fee or slightly different you know if you had a relatively reasonable cable bill and you get four to six streaming services depending on how much you're paying for streaming you could pay pretty good piece you know um, yeah. it's gonna but trust me the millennials and you guys have looked at it and you've made a good conscious fiscal decision we're not paying that <laughs> we'd rather yeah. buy a bear jordans than to buy cable or dish yeah i definitely rather <laughs> buy a new pair of jays than uh yeah. They mess myself up unless Wi-Fi. Mm. That's how the cable gets you now too. Yeah, but now the Wi-Fi bill is starting to be ridiculous. Like it's as much as cable in some settings. Yeah. And if you get cheap, you your your, your get service that same result exactly. And it's so you can't. You got to buy a top of the line service. You don't. You can't have slow service either. Nah. It ruins everything. It's amazing. So we're gonna um get to the place where we're gonna close this one up tonight. It's been it's been a good dis- good couple of discussions. We want to make sure that this discussion, of course, continues to grow. So in the studio, don't ever be surprised with who Nathan has in the chair. Just know that it probably won't be a millennial because he's looking to have different perspective. But in the meantime, if you have any questions that you would like to hear us address or any particular topics that you want to hear the different perspectives on, please let us know because we are always going to be looking for what you think about what's going on in the world today. I'm proud of you. Good job. <laughs> yes. Uh, with this... Uh with this ch- channel, should I should I call it a channel? Should I call it a with this with this podcast? Um, I'm going to start implementing things uh, like paid promote promoted music. You send it in, then we'll put it on middle of the middle of the show. Uh, eventually, getting to a point where merch might be possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting to a place where multiple marketplaces and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And we're going to tell the truth from our perspective about your stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> we're going to tell y'all how it is yeah. at all times. Yes. But thank you for rocking with us. 
this was Millenniax. And uh, I think we got some outro music. I'm going to put it on. Yeah. You guys have a good evening or a good day. Have fun.